Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Lunar Lover, the podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and can you believe it? We're already moving into a new astrological season. Scorpio season was a doozy. I feel like we were there forever <laughs> with those two potent eclipses and the commencement of Mars retrograde. Actually, that's probably why it felt like a really long time because shit just slowed down. But If anything, Scorpio season likely asked you to have a little bit of a closer look at yourself, ask the hard questions. Perhaps it uncovered parts of yourself you'd been ignoring or had kept concealed. Eclipses bring all of our stuff to the surface and during Scorpio season, it manifests through transformation, sometimes in ways that feel all sorts of uncomfortable. If you haven't done this yet, do take a moment to really reflect on the themes and the lessons that surfaced for you over the last month, even if it feels like a year. (laughs) Notice what physical and material changes took place. But in the spirit of Scorpio, notice what psychological epiphanies or reframings also took place. Things might only be beginning to surface now. All right, so we are moving into Sagittarius season and it kicks off on November 22nd and will run until the 21st of December. Then on November 24, we have the Sagittarius new moon. So let's explore Sagittarius as a sign and get to know what energy we have access to over the next month. Sagittarius is a mutable fire sign. It's a sign I personally never felt particularly warm towards, but the deeper I dive into astrology, Sagittarius energy and qualities are fast becoming some of my favorite to explore. Let's start with the mantra for Sagittarius because it's a beautiful contemplation after emerging from Scorpio season and that eclipse portal. The mantra is, I believe. So, Luna Lover, what do you believe now? What new beliefs have formed after the transformation you've just been through? Beliefs, faith, and exploration of the truth are what is at the heart of Sagittarius energy. They're keen explorers, adventurers, and travelers. 
They're avid learners and academics, eager to philosophize about everything from religion to politics, from science to art. Sagittarius's primary objective is to have faith. Optimism, freedom, and expansion are ruling energies of this fire sign. So as we emerge from the Scorpio cocoon, can you now immerse yourself in a deep sense of faith that everything you've been working towards is evolving exactly how it's meant to? When we're not in faith, we're in fear. And it's actually been quite a common theme coming up in many of the natal chart readings I've been doing over the last few weeks. Faith is such a tricky quality to teach, but can you allow yourself the gift of believing and initiating a deep sense of faith in yourself and your own abilities to create, mend, uplift and heal? Here's the icing on the cake of Sagittarius energy. It's not so much the end goal that Sagittarius is interested in. I mean, sure, Sagittarius is goal-oriented, but what they're most interested in is the journey that it takes to get there. So savor each moment, even the obstacles. Get curious, explorative, question things, and broaden your perspective through an optimistic filter. Sagittarius is experiential. Unlike Gemini, who likes to get all of their facts through the processing of information, i.e. reading, listening, writing, Sagittarius lives for experiential learning. They are the eternal student of life. Expanding their awareness is their lifeblood And for Sagittarius, it manifests through three distinct archetypes, the gypsy, the student, and the philosopher, I was going to say, I was going to say, and the philosophizer, the philosopher. (laughs) When When I think of these three archetypes, there's this very sort of clear image that gets conjured for me. I start with like the intrepid traveler. Think Kentucky to a type adventurer, fresh out of high school, exploring the world, making drunken mistakes, experiencing freedom for the first time. And then perhaps that's all over and they go to university or begin their first job and they become a student once more, either studying new skills or learning new skills on the job. Perhaps this is something they continue to do throughout their life signing up for courses, upskilling on the job, following a passion, learning all they can. Then they reach a point where the lessons of the gypsy and the student merge into the philosopher, searching for meaning and insights. The philosopher is fueled by the experiences of life and the lessons learnt as both gypsy and student. The Sagittarius strategy is to live life as an adventure, move forward with optimism, expecting miracles, and to take a leap of faith. Sagittarius is convinced that life means something, that there's more to it than what we see at face value. And that optimism, that pursuit of truth and understanding, is what shapes their opinions and ideals. Sagittarius operates with principle. 
Like all signs, Sagittarius, of course, comes with its shadow sides. What happens to the soul eternally searching for freedom or the over-optimistic traveler or the spiritual student with blind faith? Well, tragedy, really. (laughs) If one does not learn to exercise a healthy level of caution. Sagittarius in its shadow is also hypercritical of themselves and other. They can be quite over-opinionated and judgmental. So how do we apply Sag teachings to ourselves this month, whether we have Sag placements or not? Well, it's helpful to see where Sagittarius falls in your own chart as a start. Look at what house Sagittarius falls into And it may indicate where you're most familiar with Sagittarius energy. Now, remember, you don't have to have planets in Sagittarius. Sagittarius will fall within your natal chart. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, go and listen to the podcast episodes that I did on all 12 of the astrological houses. I'll link to those episodes in the show notes of this episode. For me, Sagittarius falls in the sixth and seventh houses, which is hilarious, (laughs) over-optimistic, complete blind faith, very much the experiential learner and philosopher when it comes to being of service, sixth house, and navigating relationships, seventh house. Now, just because the house indicates where you might experience Sagittarius energy doesn't mean we don't have things to learn in all areas of our life when it comes to Sagittarius season. A really poignant place to look for Sagittarius energy is within the symbol it's represented by, the archer, or more importantly, the archer's arrow. No sense shooting an arrow with no sense of direction. No sense shooting that arrow with blind faith alone. There's precision in the experience of Sagittarius and the arrow represents it beautifully. Can you aim your arrow in the direction in which you wish to direct your energy this month? And before you let it go and watch it hurtle through the air towards your future, can you infuse it with the belief that it will land where it's meant to, the optimism that it will eventuate into that which is in your highest interests and forever in your favor, and a deep sense of faith that you are worthy and deserving of bloody miracles. If you feel the stirrings for an adventure, follow those stirrings. If you feel a pull towards a field of study or just a topic you want to learn more about, dive in. And if you are drawn to discover more about who you are and why you're here, Explore and experience all that you can. This is Sagittarius. Okay, let's have a look at the Sagittarius new moon. The Sagittarius new moon will take place on Thursday, November 24 at 9.57am in Sydney. On Wednesday, November 23rd at 10.57pm in London and 5.57pm in New York. I have some good news. This new moon is going to feel like a new moon, uplifting, refreshing, full of possibility and potential. Woo! It's been a while since I've been able to say that. I mean, that's the sadness of it all. But also, after the eclipses, 
you'll notice the lightness of this moon in comparison. Fingers crossed, hopefully. Remember, many of us are still rebirthing. As Scorpio season ends and Sagittarius season begins, we're also gifted the beginning of a new lunar cycle and for many of us, a new death and rebirth cycle. You're likely at the rebirth bit. We don't just end up in a new life and all of the pieces fit into place. There's an adjustment. There's a period of trying things on for size. And if we're going to run with the clothing analogy, perhaps, you know, getting some hems taken up and the waist taken in or out, you know, no judgment. If it still feels a little unfamiliar, whatever this energy is that you're in at the moment, it's time to adapt. And Sagittarius is a mutable sign, so it's the perfect new moon for adaptability. We also have the support of Jupiter under this new moon. And not only is Sagittarius Jupiter's ruling sign, but it also stations direct a couple of days after the new moon. It's been in retrograde, if you're wondering why. It's stationing direct all of a sudden. Jupiter brings with it all of the same expansive energy as Sagittarius, intensifying all that wonderful optimism, abundance, expansion. And I would not be surprised if a few silver linings begin to show themselves over the coming week. Hallelujah. Perhaps it was from the deaths of Scorpio season and the eclipse. We're emerging from the darkness. And in the blaze of Sag's fire, we can now see the bright side. Speaking of sides... Perhaps some new perspectives are visible to you under this new moon. And if you feel stuck on something, a perspective shift is perhaps all that's required. It would be amiss of me not to mention that Mercury and Venus have also abandoned their post in the sign of Scorpio and are now taking some expansive, much-needed deep breaths in Sagittarius. Scorpio is intense, yeah, and we've had... Lots of personal planets hanging out there. But now that the planet of love and the planet of communication are joining the sun and on the 24th, the moon in Sagittarius, we can expect some more adventure, exploration and generosity when it comes to relationships. Honesty and truth is a big component of Sagittarius energy too. So all of these things are beautiful and wonderful qualities, especially in love. But remember that blind faith piece I was talking about earlier? Remember that internal optimism is totally cool up until those rose-tinted glasses prevent you from seeing the dead body in the boot of the car. So just be conscious. I don't want to put a dampener on Sagittarius energy because it's actually so, so beautiful. But I'm also just saying with all of this beautiful, expansive, abundant optimism, just make sure you're seeing things as they are. Yeah. Honesty and truth. I'm look, I, I, I am not a pessimist. I am a glass half full lady. I just am being the advice giver that we all need, myself included. Yeah. A wee little caveat with Sagittarius energy abound. But know that mostly Sagittarius energy is fab. (laughs) Have fun with it. Follow passions, learn something new, create little adventures that bring your soul to life. 
And if you're in need of a fresh start, Sagittarius season and this Sagittarius new moon is your chance. A hot tip is that Sagittarius energy and Jupiter energy expands everything. Yeah. So if you're feeling emotional, it will expand that through a filter times 10. If you're feeling driven and ambitious, which many of you probably won't be with Mars bloody going backwards, but if you are, steady on, yeah? Take a breath. No one needs to burn out as we enter December. Falling in love at a rapid rate? Sounds fun. Lucky you. But just remember, actions speak louder than verbal promises, yeah? Remember those rose-tinted glasses. But again, like I said, (laughs) have fun. Just putting some caveats on things. All right, let's have a look at some ways we can work with the Sagittarius new moon energy. I promise I'm not. I'm not a dampener. I don't want to dampen your spirits. Okay, you remember how the last new moon was an eclipse and I was all like, don't manifest. The eclipse is just going to, you know, treat you like it's bitch and sort that out for you. Well, those rules do not apply here. Yeah, in fact, this might just be the most potent new moon of the year for manifestation. Which is very exciting. What are you going to manifest? If you need a little help with the new moon manifestation, you might want to become a Lunar Lover member. As a Lunar Lover member, you get access to a new moon circle where I will guide you through this Sagittarius energy. We'll do a little bit of a tarot reading and then introduce you to a juicy manifestation practice. You'll also get access to Sagittarius new moon journal prompts a Sagittarius new moon yoga class. I believe we're focusing on the hips, uh, a library of guided meditations, and so much more. To become a Lunar Lover member, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash Lunar Lover. You might also like to inject a little adventure into your week. Perhaps you can wrangle a weekend away. Or perhaps it's simpler, a day trip to a waterfall, a train ride into the city, exploring art galleries and museums. Perhaps adventure is about matching with someone on a dating app and going on a little spontaneous last minute date. The point is to ignite the adventurer within you. If it feels a little outside your comfort zone, it's a good indicator you're on the right path. Next, move your hips. Sagittarius rules the hips and so this is the perfect time to get deep into your hips and move them around. This could be some beautiful embodied dance around your living room or it could be a deep hip nourishing yoga class. We have got a hip class for this new moon taught by the beautiful Beck Russell. We store so much emotion in our hips and if we don't take the time to stretch them out and show them some love, these emotions get stuck and stagnant. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or perhaps you've read Make It Happen or you've worked with me in some capacity in the past, you'll know that our emotions are a huge component of our vibrational energy and are integral for manifestation. So if they're getting stuck in our hips, what good are they there? Lastly, this is a really good time to uh, smash through some limiting beliefs. The Sagittarius mantra, as I mentioned earlier, is I believe. And we want to ensure all those beliefs that we hold so tightly are valid. And it's safe to assume that a bunch of yours aren't. 
Limiting beliefs keep us stuck. They prevent our manifestations and keep us in unhealthy patterns. Now is the time to question certain beliefs and ask, hey, buddy, where where did you come from? Are you true? Are you valid? If not, why the hell do I listen to what you have to say? Simply by questioning them, it can be enough to dismantle, dismantle, dismantle that belief. All right, that's it. That's Sagittarius new moon. That's Sagittarius season. Um, Natal chart readings are filling up fast for December. I've just actually added something to the website today. You can now purchase gift vouchers. So that makes a lovely, lovely Christmas present. Just make sure if you are buying a gift voucher for someone for a natal chart reading, that they're the kind of person that's going to want a natal chart reading. We cannot force astrology on people. But if you know it's something that they'd really love and that they probably wouldn't buy themselves, then absolutely grab yourself a gift voucher. It's a digital gift voucher. It gets uh, emailed to you. You download it. You can choose to print it out and gift wrap it and give it to them. Or you can just um, attach it to an email and send it to them whatever you fancy. To purchase a gift voucher or to book in for a natal chart reading, all you need to do is head to my website, jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. Next week, we have an interview episode. You're actually getting two interviews this month, which is very, very exciting. And they're both really, really good. So I'm excited for you to hear those. Then I'll be back for the Gemini full moon. It's the last full moon of the year. And then we've got a Capricorn new moon. And then that is moons done for 2022, which is wild. So wild. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you share it with your friends. You can take a screenshot on your phone and share it to your Instagram stories. You can tag the Luna Lover Instagram account at Luna double underscore lover. And if you want to tag me, you can do that too. My handle is at Jordana Levine. Until next moon, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.